Okay, let's continue. We're on page three on the Marmachemis from last night. If anybody's listening and the Marmachemis are not online, please somebody send somebody an email, but sometimes they get lost in the shuffle. I don't remember if I put this on or not. I don't think I need to see that. Okay, so if somebody can send me an email tonight, I'll try to put it on because uh, uh, I, I put on one today and then I started thinking, like, if this one was lost in the middle. So, uh, um, page three. The reason this sogi is extremely lucky, unfortunately, is because we have to understand the chilukim and the chalikasim surrounding a mumal hachas, mumal and halacha who is eligible or not eligible for tzedakah. Let me put in another klal here, which we didn't get to yet. He's not allowed to give to any organization where the people running it are, don't have a lot of Yerushamayim and aren't from. Otherwise, you have no, you know, when you're giving to such an organization that is being run by people who aren't being held accountable, even if they're being audited, you can put whatever you want in the books. As long as uh, there's no Raka and Yerushamayim, Makam you can do whatever you want. So, you're not allowed to give to an organization because especially if you're using MISA money, that's not proper use of MISA money if the money is being squandered or wasted. Uh, same thing would go for an organization that uh, they're spending money on things they shouldn't be spending on. This is an achrayas. It's not... Some people, nobody's sitting here, nobody listens to the shirim, I hope, uh, but some people have the attitude, you know what? Good news is they're giving MISA. They have the attitude, you know what? MISA, if I'm falling on the gelt, Chassel says the thing, it's not my money anyways, wherever I give, it's fine. The treat this like you treat any investment. You vet it, you look at it, you examine it, see what you're getting for your money, and you want the biggest bang for your buck, so to speak. Uh, which is why it's so important to learn these halachas to understand the hierarchy. Here, it's not a question of hierarchy. It's a question of lack of a heter b'chalal to give to such an organization. I'll give to a gabai that you can't trust. And if you're giving to an organization that's being run by gabai you can't trust, or a secular organization, they might, they're good-hearted Jews, they might mean well, but if they're not making decisions, I'll pay halacha. Like they're spending the first 18 million they get to save the whales, or whatever the case may be, whatever agenda they have, um, then very nice. They're trying to do something for the world and Tikkunola and Metzgevaldi, but that doesn't make the grade. And whether it's trees or whales, or, uh, you know, I'm using that as an extreme example, obviously, but it, it, it's a problem. It's a problem, and, and I didn't get into the part where they're giving to possible programs that are Valchil Shabbos or Kfira or, you know, it's Australia, you give to a nice organization that you find out later they're building a soccer stadium for games on Shabbos. You, know, you can't, can't just, you got to know what you're aiming at. Yeah? You're not allowed to give a but to use it for Meiser is mamish, you think you're being Yetzi Yechiv of Meiser and really you're not. But the answer is not like, to give to Kfira and Chil Shabbos or aiding and abetting, it's Maseya Dvar Avera and that's us or anyway. And unfortunately, again, they're well-mended people. I which we'll get to later on. But even if not as extreme as saving the whales, which in a vacuum, if you had an extra billion dollars, might be good. You know, we would be into, in theory, endangered species because Hashem created the world and Hashem wants us to protect the world. But in terms of a pecking order, if you have any Jewish child that's still hungry or doesn't have clothing for Yantav, then as you have learned so far in Ochastavka, there's nothing to discuss. I mean, if you ever need a reminder where uh, in America they had Rachmanlitzlan, well, I say that sarcastically, I shouldn't use Hashem's name for that, but they, um, they, there's an uproar because they killed a chimpanzee who was endangering the life of a little boy this week. A gorilla. A gorilla. A gorilla. 
I don't know the difference. Chatani <laughs> Maskir. What? Okay, gorilla is bigger than chimpanzee. I have news for you. I had a bit of chimpanzee, they should have also. So the whole Tomonaka, they have tranquilized them, and the people running the zoo, who are a little normal, uh, say, no, if you tranquilize him, it might take another 30 seconds. They might have an adverse reaction, and the kid was under his arm or leg. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. If you wrote a science fiction novel about this, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have such an expansive imagination. And they say, no, and this endangered speech about the endangered speech, I just wanted to that uh, he's not the last one. That means there are only like 3,000 left. Okay, we're, we're, in theory, we're all for that. I shan't create the world. You shouldn't indiscriminately kill any animal and put it out of service, put the species out of service. Lamaisa, if there's any Shaila Koldahu, there's nothing to discuss. And the fact that they uh, have to apologize for this now, and, uh, and they want to sue the family for having this uh, animal killed. And, uh, and this is, by the way, in America, for the uh, agenda of the uh, supreme liberals, this is really, really bad. Because they didn't stop they kill a tiger. They're killing their great-great-grandfather. This is mommage. This is very serious. This is not stomp. Uh, no, there's a whole psychology behind this. This is not, had it been any other animal, there wouldn't be as much an uproar. But this is like, this is in the family. This is, this is serious. No, the sheep has has chem. Yeah. Chem meaning them. That's what I'm saying. But over here, the good news is, is that the, the couple of reports that had it sort of like defended that, you know, the kid might have been in danger. But that there's a discussion over here is the scary part. And, um, and uh, you could take any Yisraeli Chumash, we have an Yisraeli Tzav HaChaim and we have a, we have a hashkaf of, of saving the environment, is that we were into all of that. These are all Pesukim and Gemaras, but everything in life is the hierarchy of how much you stress one thing over another thing, and everything clashes. That's why you need a Shulchanach to tell you what goes first. And this is not even a shayla, but some people think it is. And I hope most people would agree at the end, yes, if the kid was really in danger, but was that pushered and maybe you could have tranquilized him uh, like, to take a risk like that. Uh, so at the time, he was like trying to get him to safety. He had him in his arm, and he was trying to walk him to safety. Uh, they would have interviewed this um, gorilla's sister to ask her opinion also, but she was in Shivas and Mayavelis, and she really couldn't be contacted. Uh, but it's just uh, just incredible. Uh, you said that that might not make the grade. <laughs> You're trying to be nice. But nobody in this room, even with an introduction, even before our introduction to Chostaka, we even contemplate this. Again, it, it, it gets more serious as you're actually aiding and abetting Yisurim, but even if it's relatively benign, but that's not what... There's a limited amount of money in this world, and if we have to choose between helping human beings versus animals, the choice is made up. If we have to choose between... There's higher levels of Kedusha, and there's Ben Yisrael, there are rules and regulations for these things. Yeah? But are we allowed to give that to a great organization and not... So we'll get to the Ramah. There's a Farish Gemara Gittin that says, mm-hmm. Not because it's stuck. To keep the peace. So when the Girl Scouts come and they're selling Girl Scout cookies, uh, I don't, you want to eat it, it's OU, it's Pas Akum, and it's Yashon, it's Chadosh, and it's Mabichal uh, Akum. Okay, but if you, it's kosher. There's an OU on it. 
uh, and you want to buy it, throw it out. You can buy it and throw it out, or give it to your cleaning lady if she deserves it. And there's no less yichanim. You got to figure out all these sugyas. Uh, simple Girl Scout knocking your door is like five different. There's like a year and a half an ice later. Just just that one shaila. But lamaisa, it's a takana, not an. It's not an option. Chazal encourage you to give to some of their causes of neidagishalom, but that's a token donation. That's not anywhere near what we're giving to the causes we, we really want to give to when we're doing it Shalom. And the pell is when we get to the Shulchan Aruch after this Hakdama, this Ramah appears in our Sif by the Mubla Hachs Mubla And it only says, Mepharnasin and Yaakamani Yisrael. It doesn't say Mepharnasin Lodatiyim and Yisrael. Why? Because we hope that you don't need Nedakashalom. They're not dangerous. If they are, and we need that for Dakashalom, okay. And there is room for that also, by the way. It's complicated and it's almost a little bit dangerous to talk about this Barabim because, uh, you know, they're all our brothers and we have to be a care of them and take care of them and Tina Kshinishba is going to be a Heter and possibly a Chiv. But organizationally, there are some very big umbrella organizations here in the New York area, shall remain nameless, who are, they can be wonderful people. I once had a meeting with them. I'll tell you, and I, uh, I deal with people from all sorts of different backgrounds and walks of life. And with all my training and all my care and that, I was literally unprepared for what happened at that meeting. Somebody organized a meeting between myself and some of the uh, top people in one of the very large, the largest organization here in New York that raises more money than anywhere else and anywhere else in the world, really. And it was really made Dr. Shalom. We, the meeting of the purpose was to sit down and work on some joint ventures. And I was the only uh, front person at the meeting, needless to say. When the cameras are off, I'll tell you about some of the things that came up in the meeting, but it's not going to happen before my work. But it, it just, the, the conversation was uh, something you couldn't, it was surreal, part of it. Uh, but everybody was very nice, it was very cordial, and we are trying to get along and think of things. And like, they, they couldn't understand why I couldn't get the people from the Muncie community to come to a co-ed carnival in Harlem to give to the, and it goes on and on. It's like one long sentence, and that, and that was the best idea they came up with. They said it's so Jewish. There was nothing Jewish about it, by the way. Absolutely nothing. There was no, the fact that they wanted to invite Jews was the only thing. Uh, now, they, I, I try to tell them it's a nice idea, but it's actually Makayin the Mitzvah of Gemara Gittin, of helping out Akum and Dr. Shalom. But they, that's not where they were coming from. And it was just, uh, I, they lost me already in the part with the boys and the girls and the teenagers. Like, <laughs> it, we were speaking the same language, English, and I converted everything. I wasn't even speaking Yeshivish, it was all English. And uh, there was absolutely no, it was as sad as there was absolutely no common language. And uh, I went there because it's something we try to work on, both for the Kiev aspect and for the Dr. Shalom aspect. And I would still work on it. But I was meeting with very intelligent people, the top brass, and it was, uh, it was heartbreaking to see how far from Yiddishkeit it was. It just uh, it was an eye opener. And this is a charity organization that's spending millions and millions of dollars in charity dollars. And there are from people who give to them not knowing that you could be supporting Averis, you could be supporting Fira, you could be supporting... The, one thing's for sure. Now, to their credit, they give to from causes. The question we have to figure out, and this sounds on the surface selfish, but it's not because there isn't a hetero otherwise. If we're giving, are we giving because they're going to have the schus of giving more in the other direction, in which case maybe you should give under certain guided conditions. And there are Askanim and Gvirim who work on such a thing, which uh, I've been a little bit of a part of, but that's a tricky formula. 
and you can't say it because it's insulting, but it's not a heter of we're trying to get more than we're giving in. It's heter, there's no heter to give otherwise. You can't give to a moesid where there's not transparency. So they're working on that and they're trying that. It is a very public organization. Even if you get that, then you have to make sure the money is not going to something which is usher. And then if you pass that, then it's going to something which is not usher, saving whales, saving the, the trees. That's all wonderful, but it's not our top priority. The question is how much you're getting in exchange. I already said too much on public. Uh, this goes on the radio also. Uh, I just found out. Somebody just told me last week is on the radio in Lakewood. Another guy well, works with me, very hush of years, lives in Israel. He Last night I checked, he was putting on sharing from five years ago. It was the first I heard that this was going on. Last week's share was going on the radio. But, okay, Lakewood, a lot of hush of Yidin, so uh, they're going to hear it. But this is, people, a lot of people just don't get this. They don't know about the whole thing. They say, yeah, you know, you know, give here, give there. And there's room for that, but you have to know, is this on the Dr. Shalom? Is this, uh, is this an exchange? Is this, what's going on over here? That's a serious topic and a lot of money at stake. So that's why this hook is important. You have to figure out Miva Miahochim, and first you've got to define who deserves it. Mumer, Tinish Nishpa, where does it fit, which is what we're going to explore. So we saw the Gemara yesterday. Let's go on to the Rambam. The Rambams here are, the Achreinim are, are confused in what the, what the real sheet of the Rambam is. Not the Ramam's uh, fault, obviously, uh, as we have Neskat Nadaris, but we're gonna I'll show you two Ramams and then we'll see a in one of them. Sivbeis, Lakach Esaveda Shiva Bitil Mitzvah Sases. And Hokhsa Shabbat Zaveda, page three. If you picked up an Aved, you didn't return it, you invite Mitzvah Sase, and you're over on two Lavin. Okay, you stole the guy's wallet because it had a semi, you should have given it back, and you're over on Losukhalas Alem. Besides being over the assay of Hashivaisivai. Afilu Haya Balaha Veda Rosha. Strong Lashan is over here. Vaechol Navelo Liteavan. This is from Agamar Navarazar from last night. Kiyetze by Mitzvah Hashiva Vedasa. This is the Brysa they quoted. That there's a reboy that even if he's a mummer, and the Gemara says, yeah, that's a mummer Liteavan. And the only reason they didn't make the chilik is because they didn't finish the Brysa. But mummer Liteavan, you do have to turn the Aveda to. That's Rambam number one. I penned it on the side over there. Chili, to keep in mind, the background over here is the fact that there's a chiv to return his own wallet, which he still owns. You just not buy him right now. That's why he might be different than the chiv to give him stucca. Give stucca. I'm giving him my money. That's a further madrega. Maybe that wouldn't apply to Mumalit I'm opening that up because the Rambam is going to be quoted by the Beis Yasef and in the Machaber with just that chilik. So I'm giving you a heads up. Take a look at the next Rambam, 3b. Eved, go to Yudalad. Eved Shanishba Hoyl Vitavul Hashem Avdus. Now, in the days of yesteryear, after a battle with POW, you can take somebody as an Eved, but you've got to treat him nicely, and he's got to be a Makabal the Mitzvahs. It's a Geirus, it's a Hatsi Geirus. He goes to Mikvah as Bismillah, and he means Makabal Mitzvahs Keisha, even though he's a man. But an Eved is Chayv Mitzvahs. He's, he's half Jewish now. Uh, and if he's not willing to do that, you can't keep him because we don't want somebody who's doing a Vodazara and other Averas sitting around the house. So, And if he gets captured afterwards, he has enough of dinner of Yisrael, you have to rescue him. For Shavoy, a person who's captured, which in the ancient world was unfortunately very commonplace, Last night we introduced lahachis. The Telvin means if he had a kosher hamburger and it was the same price and the same taste, he'd go for the kosher. Lahachis either means he dafka goes for the treif, just to show he's not from, to get on kaviyachal, kosher nerves, kaviyachal, or maybe even 
It just doesn't care. It's a huge enough community in definition, not number one, number two. Because most people, you know, the, the old bad joke with the, what's this, the atheist and the agnostic? I don't know and I don't care. So if anybody never heard that, they don't get it. So think about it. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it now. But that's Mabrish Nogay to the Shiloh. The Lashainis they use for Lahachis is somebody trying to anger a Kosh Baruch. That's what Lahachis means. The problem is there's a steer in the Yukum. Because if that's what Lahachis means and everything else is Lithay Oven, so then the guy in the middle who just doesn't care, not trying to cause trouble, he just it doesn't cross his radar. He takes the tray for hamburger, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything to him. So then, that's a trans cooler, then he's in the Talbot department. Problem is, the other dig is, Mumu Talbot is a guy who only picks it because he has time for money to save money, this hamburger's cheaper, or he likes the taste better. But if all things are equal, he takes the kosher one. That means everybody else is lahachis. This is a steer in diukam anyway. So the diukam lahachis that's normally quoted, I'm utterly not convinced is true. Lachas could very well mean he's just not with the oven and he'll pick the tray for one why not because he's rah rah lachas in your face he couldn't care less that's a big nafkamina before you get into the heter of tinish nishba that's a huge nafkamina a guy who grew up from Nebuch, by and large a lot, a lot of people uh, there were emotional reasons other reasons why they went off but so he went off because he just became baltaiva and the first few years Taka just here and there too expensive didn't fit his budget. It's now Rachman 20 years later, and you put a kosher hamburger and a tray for him in front of the same price, same taste, he will go for the tray for one. Why? This is very tricky. Psychologically, is he a mumla hachas or a He started off as a mumla Most people aren't. Beshita philosophically. He had a taiva. And afterwards, he'll come with teutz and why he doesn't believe. But it was really due to taivas or, or misfunctioning of the, uh, of the family unit and dysfunction of the family unit. But right now, it's 20 years later. So now, he doesn't even think, it makes no difference to him which one. So is he lahachas or l'te'avon? So one could say, well, he started with l'te'avon, it's still l'te'avon because he's too lazy or motivated to think about what's going on. What's really going on is, even if he now wants to reach for the kosher one when all things are equal, he won't because he won't be able to live with himself. Because if he reaches the kosher one, that means deep down he's admitting that there's a mile to the kosher one, why do one more avera? If you do that, you're in big trouble because then what are you doing the rest of the day? So, so then he's still, uh, that's a limit's chus, and he's still locked into the Tel and he just can't admit it, so now he wants the same price. So this is very complicated. How to label, you have to first figure out what lahachet means, that's unclear, and then you have to figure out what's really going on psychologically. And most of the time, people just can't, if you start going and eating kosher whenever you can, that's good when you take on Yoshan Chodesh as a Chumrah. So many people, I tell them, it's a Shailah V'daraisa, you could take it half, the Bir Lachas says this. You can eat uh, just uh, yashan in the house, and out of the house you can eat chodesh. Sounds funny. There are people only kosher in the house, but this is only a chumrah, so it's not like when you eat, uh, when you makbet eat uh, yashan, you're admitting that it's asr, and therefore what were you doing before? It's a chumrah, so you can take the chumrah halfway if you want. Better than nothing. Every gazai is a shayla. But most people don't operate like that. They're gonna, if it's really trafe, why am I? if I'm worried about this, why am I reaching for the kosher? That's the issue. Right. To him, there is no concept of like it's asr or it's more. Right, he's getting kosher at home because he, traditionally tradition. it goes with uh, with the uh, bubbies, matzah bowls, and uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has no concept. That's a tinish nishba because he has no concept of a chalais iser, uh, the chafsa, and the, uh, yeah, it's totally lost on it, which is never for most people. Which in this sugya might be a saving grace with the tinish nishba sugya, which I'll review when we get to it. Spoke about it recently in Shear, which is also very, very complicated and, and oversimplified most people's minds. Um, again, Slavamab says, 
Lahachis kiyez v'za osher l'vdaisa. Is here the Rambam? The last halacha says if he's a mumalit avam, he got to return his wallet. Here the guy's captured. Here it says osher l'vdaisa is a mumalahachis. So what is the Rambam's opinion on the heter or are we parving the issue if he's a mumalit avam? The Rambam doesn't say. So if you look at the top and the Kesem Mishnah, cut off. It's the bottom of the end of the first line. Actually, it's the Radvas. Risi Misha Kosov. He's calling the base yes if here. Risi Misha Kosov. I got the top line. We're on the second line. Shadas Rabenu, Shitas Ramam, Shahamashumud, Elchol Nevelis Liteavon, Ein Chayim Lefdaisai. That even if it's only Elchol Teavon, there's only there's also no Chiv. Why? Mitikamra Elchol Nevelis Lahaches also Lefdaisai. Nice dig. Ram says if it's Lahaches, you're not allowed to save him. And tell them that you're part of, if you want to save him, fine, but there's no chiv. Lo karma with the oven, paitin is a mashma de lachas asluf taitso, tell them lucky you serve lo chiv. Now, the problem is one might say, the mother of Ami or Ami went out of his way to be paid a mumalite oven. Shaz, was that a chumr? Was that the ikra? Then, the basis it says, Rav Ami, she writes a lift as echel novelis lite oven, lufnimisher sadin hayase. Basis it holds, you can, you don't have to. The famous Shuzadin, he wanted to do it. Momalachas is Usr, this were Parv. That's the sheet of the Beis and I will show you when we get that's the sheet, obviously, of the Machaber. He's reading the Ramam like that. The Ain Nira Kain Das Rabbeinu, the Radvaz argues, he says, I don't think that's shot in the Ramam. Shimi Yadaita Lachal Ben Echlan Avelis Lateelvan Ben Shar Yisrael, Hey Lafarish. That's a big category. The Ramam didn't mention a word about Lateelvan. If there was such a category that you still didn't have a chiv, he would say, Lachis is Osir, which is what he said. And then he would say, Lateelvan, not Osir, not a chiv. He didn't say that. It sounds like there's Lachis is Osir, everybody else is a mitzvah. That's the Radvaz's opinion of the Beis He disagrees. Uh, again, and he holds of Ami's story in the Gemara. He was trying to do it because it was a chiv. Not a possibility. Not a not a choice. That's a very big machlekes. I'm going to see machlekes acharim had a paskin, but that is the sheet of the Radvaz. Go to the next Rambam. Go to um, three lines from the bottom, the middle line of Yisrael Balaveris before the end of the parak. Of Yisrael Balaveris Sheina Aimed Berisha Tamid. This is also this is such a complex sugya, emotionally, psychologically, and halachically, because we didn't even get into yet. What does it make a mumlatev? And how many times does he have to do the averi to become a mumlatev? Everybody slips. Not everybody. There may be people slip once in a while. Among some people, we wouldn't see it because Baruch Hashem, what we have in the Kashas department, like it's ridiculous. We have Baruch Hashem so much to eat. Who's gonna? Nobody we know uh, slipped and ate a cheeseburger on purpose because he gave him to his weakness. But Baruch Hashem, we have plenty to eat. I would imagine in Europe, when you have a businessman, a lonely businessman somewhere in the middle of nowhere, a thousand miles from nowhere, and those things close to restaurants, and he's hungry, it might be in his son, maybe, maybe not. So we haven't uh, discussed yet, and there's not a lot of material on it. How many times do you have to do something to become a mumur lute oven? If you have a cheeseburger once, you're not a mumur lute oven. You fell into doing Aveira, and if you had a Sarai, we give you Malkus. You know, Sarai, you don't get Malkus. You did a love. So the word in the Rambam over here, you saw Balaveri, Shainai, Berisho, Tomid, Atzmai. He's not always doing it, he just does it once in a while for an Agan, Echel, Averis, Lute oven. Mitzvah, Lahatzilai. This guy fell in a manhole, screaming for help. Uh, mitzvah, I say, he's saving his life. 
Okay, not the guy who was captured might be in danger, might not. But here he's mamish in danger. So he says, uh, he's not on Bisha Tamid, he does have errors once in a while. That doesn't mean he's a mummer. The Ramam now is creating it's almost like a third category. The guy who does have errors once in a while, okay. So Al-Khabit doesn't call him a mummer. He says, Al-Khabit is the David. So the guy who does have errors once in a while, so of course it's a mitzvah to save him. That this Ramam might not help for our mummer situation, but Mechate says that's a mummer. And the Echorim discuss like, how many times does it take that he's really into his averis. He has to do it quarterly, weekly, daily. How many? It's scary because uh, you might never have met such a person, but there are people walking around that are habitual Lashon Hara speakers. Every day, they speak Lashon Hara a number of times a day. As a matter of fact, the Gemara says that Meyutan be Gelzan Arayas and Avak Lashon gets everybody. So Avak Lashon is still lost. But real hardcore Lashon there, unfortunately, maybe that's Lashon Plenty of people who are, who are doing it. So he's a mummer. The guy's a mummer for Lashon Hara. He does it habitually. The guy's a mummer? The guy's a mummer of the He's not doing lachis. Why? Mavatla Torah also. Yeah, okay. As important as Talmud. Okay, but that, that lav is, that's serious. But that, uh, but I, I pick Lashonar. Lashonar is a real, Chavaz Chaim says many others. So we never heard of anybody not giving stalker to a Baal Lashonar. I'm just opening up the, we're talking about a, Possibility not given to a mumma tevah. It's not lachis, but he's a tevah. Interesting uh, category. The good news is, by the way, uh, the rule of pasuladus is only somebody who does a chi of malchus, and as bad as lashon is, as many lavmen as it is, it's a lav shem amais. There's no malchus. As a, as a technicality, you call up a guy for edus or a chasna, it's about lashon hara, the chupa kedushin is chal because he doesn't have a chi of malchus. It's a good thing because I always wonder why I put the shmurg before the chupa, where everybody's standing around schmoozing and apostling everybody from edus. The answer is. Um, Baruch Hashem is not Chayyim Malchus yet. Mitzvah Hashem, uh, we'll get to the uh, Bira Gra tomorrow, and then we'll.